Enjoy the show. We're doing it live. I've never heard of a person named Redacted. Redacted works in government. Oh, right. The penis or peanuts? Penis. Oh, uh, that still sounds rather suspect about. You know who would be a good Gomez? <laughs> Bill Burr. No. If we ever got robbed, a bunch of people would have questions. Like, why do you have so many cardboard cutouts of this man? It's still right. worth, worth checking out. Going upwards. No, you're not going anywhere with that. <laughs> and then I said, honey, this one's eating my popcorn. <laughs> I've started eating popcorn with chopsticks out of the bag. Oh, that's such a good idea. I think I'm gonna have to get like yourself. Why? Note yourself. That get is, chopsticks. That seems okay, like something all, our resident like masochist, mini, the old man, would say. You know, like those single serve bags. Yeah. So I don't want to waste a bowl when right. it's in its own like container, but I also don't want to put my hands in because then the back of my hands and my and my fingers and everything get like you know the oil or whatever on it, and that's not ideal because usually I'm eating it while I'm working. So with chopsticks, and it also slows me down, so I don't you know. Oh, I eat a whole bag. Oh, my God, it's cardboard jelly. Oh, my gosh. I was so surprised by that. God, he's hiding out of nowhere. Jeez. I will eat a whole whole bag of popcorn like it's nothing. I put Cajun seasoning on my popcorn, too. Well, yeah, it is a whole bag, but it's those single-serving bags. Like the big bag? I eat the whole big bag. Big Brother used to get those little shaker johns. No, I do. I get the little shaker thing of uh, whatever that stuff is. Well, I say used to because we don't go to the movies anymore. Nobody yeah, does. yeah, I would yeah, bring it with me and put it in a pocket. It's already oh, Facebook yeah. Live, right? Yeah, we're live. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is, uh, and this has been Popcorn Talk show. with Purjangers and Wallhangers Media Network. But now we're going to start off the podcast of on number one sixty-eight in the network. This is the Triforce Podcast, and I am Matthew Bugrell, the Matt Man. To my left is one Kelly Collins. Our Iron Kelly, and in the Perjanger box is one all the way from Thermoscara, Katarina Thermoscara, one of a woman! <laughs> and the omnipotent presence that he is, our producer, Big Brother Stephen Bucarell, and we hop into it. I go through the muck and the dirt of the internet to grab my old glue stick, and my scissors with my articles, and I just cut and paste all over to bring you what we call the geek culture and nerdy news. And tonight, weekend at stands, Tom Holland's shirt, devouring Sam seriously, removing Steve's meat and more on the Triforce podcast. And that brings us to PJANDWH.com, where you're going to find the funniest moment of this podcast, like you'll find the funniest moment of last Sunday's podcast, Lugnuts. Electric Beetle Windshield Required. And we have another Let's Play with your Perjangers, Marvel's Avengers up there. Jesus, what are you, what are you doing? You're scaring me. He's he's very... he's. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But another thing that's okay is this first story. <laughs> because DC somewhat unveils the future state Flash. He looks silver hair, uh, some armor on him, and uh, classic, you know, iconic symbol there. Go down for the real money shot. Last week, DC Comics announced a massive upcoming event called Future State, spinning out of the events of Dark Knight's Death Metal in a two-month line-wide event 
will bring readers to a new future where new versions of the heroes and villains will emerge. While little details have been revealed besides the overarching story, one of the most intriguing new characters was an unnamed version of the Flash. And uh, it's... I like this look of the Flash, but another thing I like is hinted from a uh, solicit. Go down and you'll see the actual solicitation. Um, at least the real good thing. There we go. That's what we want. That's a badass picture. Yeah, man. And this is our new Justice League. So, some of the solicits for the upcoming issues reveal more about the characters in their backgrounds. So, for the Flash, it will appear in Joshua uh, Joshua Williamson and Robinson Roca's future state Justice League, which will feature an all-new team starring a new Wonder Woman... New Green Lantern, Andy Curry's Aquawoman, uh, New Batman, and John Kent as Superman. The, uh, the heroes' identities are secretive, even to the other heroes themselves. Ooh. And the character of the Flash is a Flash from the multiverse. Okay. So it's not necessarily this world's Flash, which is an interesting um, you know, mechanic of this whole storyline to where... All right. Well, what world did you come from? Obviously, it was fucking horrible. Oh, never mind. I mean, he didn't leave a super awesome place like, fuck this place. It's too perfect. (laughs) He was in like a prison. Call Cat back. Can you put that that link in the chat for me? Yeah. And now Katarina is back. Um, So, with this, we see Cat. The new Justice League that they're going with. We have um, John Kent as Superman, Yara Floor as Wonder Woman, Joe Mullen as a young female Green Lantern, and Andy Curry as Aquaman. And the new multiverse version of the Flash and Redacted. We as shall Batman. see for how long. Redacted. I, I mean, Redacted, you know? I've, this I've never heard of everywhere. a person. Yeah, I've never heard of a person named Redacted. Redacted works in the government. He works in the private sector. Man, Redacted goes places. So that's an interesting storyline for Redacted being Batman. You know what? They may actually just be should, have removed that guy's name. They should stick with Redacted the entire time. That would be awesome. But that is an awesome Batman suit. That is. I mean, it's it very 2020 like COVID a, because he has a mask. He's got a, <laughs> he's got a 37 pack. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's how Batman should be. And then you see Andy Curry just kind of looking like she just told herself the funniest joke ever. <laughs> that's awesome. And then John and one, Kent, very this Superman. This one here wandered in from the anime universe. Oh yeah, uh, I don't know who she is, but Yara Floor as Wonder Woman. Okay. She's our new Wonder Woman, and she's—I uh, believe she's still Amazonian. Cat probably knows her too, but you know she's already under an uh, NDA, so she can't really speak about it. Oh, okay. So when the 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 thing I really like here is uh, yet a part of their identities are still secret from one another, but why? When their greatest adversaries wind up murdered and abandoned in the Hall of Justice, all clues lead to the Justice League, and that's where our adventures begin on January twelfth. 2021. 
So, uh, New Justice League still trying to get rid of them, though. Although all their main adversaries winding up dead. That does kind of look suspect. Another thing you should be suspect of is our next story, which is, for the first time since 1965, the Peanuts holiday specials will not air on TV. No! Not, well, they will be on... It will not be Christmas. Yeah. They will be on Apple not that I've watched them since That's where they're making the move to. So while this is... Uh, it's because of the great Apple, Charlie Brown... The Peanuts gang and their holiday specials are moving to Apple TV. Titles including a Charlie, Br- a Charlie Brown Christmas and Charlie Brown Thanksgiving and It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, will stream exclusively on the platform rather than on ABC and other networks this year. And it's also going to be free to everyone mm-hmm. for a short amount of time. So, I mean, okay. you read the story. I did. That's all when I was a kid, so. It's probably yeah. hasn't changed. It's probably love, the same I thing. I Probably hasn't changed much. I love peanuts. Just as long as they're Who unwrapped doesn't? and, you know, they're not <laughs> like Cracker Barrel style where you gotta like crack them or throw them all on the floor no, and no, shit. No, 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 peanuts. Oh, right. The penis or peanuts? Peanuts. Oh, uh, that still sounds rather suspect to both. Peanuts. Oh, peanuts. Penis. Like the show. Yeah, peanuts. Okay. So you <laughs> like penis? <laughs> peanuts. Yeah. Yes, I have peanuts. somewhat here, quite large, but I consider it carry-on. <laughs> <laughs> the Halloween special is already available, but will be streamed for free on Apple TV from October 30th till November 1st. Likewise, the Thanksgiving special will stream on Apple TV. Subscribers begin November 18th, but will offer a free November 25th through 27th. Apple TV subscribers begin November 18th and will be offered free November 25th through the 27th. Same thing goes for the iconic Christmas special, which will stream on Apple TV on December 4th. Limited free window viewing a bit earlier than Christmas, December 13th or 11th through the 13th. The deal makes the streaming service the exclusive home for classic Peanuts content, as well as new original series and specials based on Charles M. Schultz's cartoon characters because he can't turn around in his grave anymore. He's already done it too many times. It's like a dog that just ran around the same tree so far. The leash is stuck. They're just milking the dead cow for all it's worth. Those people over there, they're always... uh, Milking cows? Yeah, always milking cows, man. And they're doing it yeah all day. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, <laughs> if, if people over be. there are dead, yeah. Apple TV is getting all peanuts content, which sucks. I I'm not a fan of wholeheartedly this. agree with you, but you know, I mean, I haven't actually had the compulsion to want to watch a peanuts car- cartoon uh, in a while. To- who I haven't has, watched one since who has I was Apple Plus? seven. Oh. Like, I didn't who even pays know for YouTube? Apparently enough people that they have put I paid for YouTube there. only because I wanted to watch Cobra Kai. This is before Netflix got Look, it. man, Apple TV, they're paying M. Night Shyamalan to do a series. Like, yeah. you know, like, they're, they're apparently desperate. enough people are in that Apple cult. Yeah, but this is, this is like, this is why I hate... Everyone? This is a monopoly. It's just like Comcast and Verizon. Bought, like, you know, when Comcast bought uh, Time Warner, like yeah, this shit shouldn't be a lot. Like 
don't know. This is an iconic movie for for how many years did it say again? Like oh, forever. since nineteen sixty five. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna change it up because maybe we can get more younger. Maybe we can get more of the younger generation. Yeah. And with Apple, it's it's so fucking stupid. It makes me angry. They, Once again, don't take away our childhood shit. Do you really think Steve Jobs would have made this move? No. No, I don't no. either. I'm agreeing with you. I don't think 100% so. don't think he would. No, or he, he would have made it tw- 10 years ago. Yeah. Absolutely. And on that bombshell, we do have our next bombshell, which is Tim Burton is looking to bring back the Adams Family into a live-action TV series. Uh, the site, I got this off of Bloody Disgusting. Uh, the site reports sources at the deadline tell Burton is negotiating to executive produce and possibly direct all the episodes of this new take on the franchise. Ooh. Alfred Goth and Miles Miller of Smallville have already been set as the writers and showrunners for the MGM TV proje- uh, project, which is currently looking <laughs> for I st- Link I'm sorry, to actually buddy. get squashed by the omnipotent presence. <laughs> Sorry, pal. So, I, I was thinking about that. You know who would be a good Gomez? Hmm. Bill Burr. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Fester, maybe. He's a, yeah, Uncle, Uncle Fester, Fester Bill Burr. Burr. <laughs> Give me Bill but Burr's Uncle like, Fester. Uh, very witty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he, I hate <clears throat> Oh, yeah. You ever watch that? You ever hear that? Him going off on Philly and like Oh, yeah. The last Everyone's one. seen uh, Christopher that. Lloyd. He yeah. was an awesome Uncle Fester. Oh yeah! Oh my yeah. god! I would I would say uh, the dude, he's he looks like him, but I don't know if he'd be a good personality for him. The dude that played uh, Freddie Mercury. Okay, uh, Remy Malik. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Switch it up. Get Giancarlo Esposito. Okay. Are you making these names up? Or are they real people? Giancarlo I've Esposito was the guy with the black lightsaber and Mando at the end of the first season. That name's never going to stick. I'm and the guy, the guy I was talking We've about actually talked about it. Really? We have? The movie okay. Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah. yeah. I didn't see the movie. I, uh, I caught the it on the website, but I did enjoy that movie. movie. I thought that they really awesome. did Bohemian Rhapsody really That's well. And I, lo- I like Remy Malik ever since he was in Mr. Robot. Yes. The first season of Mr. Yes. Robot, or as I call it, uh, Fight Club 2.15, um... It's really he really portrays this you know schizophrenic character very well, yeah. and I, I mean I can't say no to Tim Burton doing the Adams Anything? family. It's literally right up his alley. <laughs> yeah, it'll be great if he comes out saying, "Oh no, I'm doing a Care Bears movie. I'm going to worry about his mental state." <laughs> but he was like, "No, nah, I'm doing Adams Family." Like, okay, bro, do you? No, I like that. That sounds like a good premise, you know? Yeah. So, as uh, right now, it's uh, the package has multiple buyers bidding on it, including Netflix, which sources say is at the top of the list landing on the project. The site also reports that while it uh, this particular bit hasn't been confirmed, the series would be set in the present day and primarily center around Wednesday Adams. Ah. Okay. Good old Christina Ricci herself. Do huh? we get her back? <laughs> Do we go with somebody else? Uh, if they want to do it, like, where they're younger, then you can't really do that. Because she's, what's she now, 40, I mean, 45? I, that would have to be, like, a new Adams family. She's still pretty I don't sure think you can use the same person. Probably find another kid. you got to reboot the characters. 
Go find another kid. With you, you gotta, whatever. yeah, you gotta find new ones. I mean, maybe Caitlyn Jenner is, uh, you know, Sasha. <laughs> uh, uh, I think that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday, what's uh, wrong, dear? <laughs> I'll just have Daddy buy me everything. <laughs> so I don't need you anymore, girl. I think this has legs. Um, you know. Uh, needless to say, this is right up his alley, but I'm really looking forward to this. Another thing I'm looking forward to is the next story, which is Kevin Smith says not only is he making Mallrats 2, he is going to be adding adding in everybody. And I mean everyone. Even the man himself. Stan the man. Stan Lee. So... He says it takes place 25 years after the original and features the entire cast and new characters as well. It's about Brody and his daughter and the death of them all. Brody? So it's about Stan Lee's character, Brody. Um, No, Brody was um, skateboarder, my name is Earl. Uh, Yeah, not Stan Lee, uh, Jason Lee. Jason Lee, that's what it is. Yes, Jason Lee's character, Brody. And Brody, we met in the Mallrats, has only been proven right in life. The world has come around to his way of thinking. So based on that, Brody never really had to grow up. And now it's this juncture in time where he has to face the moment when he might actually have to become an adult. Now I wonder if they'll have the dude, uh, the, the guys that were looking at the... It's a Sam. There is no Easter Bunny! What's his name? Big dude. Oh, um... No, yeah, yeah. Everybody's gonna be in here. They're gonna have Jeremy London, Jason Lee, uh, T.S. Quinn, <coughs> Brody, along with, uh... Ben Affleck. Yeah, Shannon Doherty, Ben Affleck, Joey Lawrence Adams, Claire Flonian, uh, Michael Rooker, as well as Jason Mewes. But one cast member who most assumed could not return was dearly departed Stan Lee. They're not going to weaken to Bernie'sm. At least I don't know. I don't think so. This is the Viewisk universe, you know? <laughs> this is, yeah, this is the Esque universe. This is, it's very minimal budget, you know it's what funny, I mean? It's funny we went over the story the other day and last night Weekend at Bernie's 2 was on. <laughs> That's awesome. That's the machine picking up on what we're talking about, man. They're That's... giving you all the fuel you need. But he has They're stayed... talking about a quick air it. Now, now, now. Kevin Smith has stated that Stanley will indeed be back in Mallrats <coughs> 2. However, he didn't reveal how. So there is a small uh, a Stanley scene, and it makes absolute perfect sense. When you see it, you'll it'll fucking break your heart and make you cry. And while you're laughing, it's it is so like I'm not saying clever, but it's fucking clever. And I get to pull it off without bringing somebody that's not—that's uh, no part of the family, so to speak. It's pretty damn wonderful. So he's represented as well. He's a big figure, obviously, in Brody's life. Mallrats 2, scheduled to shoot in early 2021. Hopefully that hits theaters later on this year. My question, is this the resurgence of Kevin Smith's career? Because James sure. Hunt Bob Reboot was a fucking amazing movie. I, I, I don't think. That. See, I don't think his his career ever really ended. I think he just. You went, didn't see Tusk or Yoga Hosers. No, maybe his movie career. <laughs> yeah, but, but he's he, been big in the podcast. Oh yeah, this, I mean, he just switched. He just switched platforms. Like mm-hmm. he went from being you know in movies to to 
killing it on a TV show. Oh, I listen. I listen to Fat Man Beyond. I listen I mean, to Hollywood comic, Babylon. Comic book man was huge. Comic book man was amazingly. So huge. he just switched platforms, and, and now he's still successful. He even admitted, though, they did kind of get uh, piggyback off of The Walking Dead there. For a while, it's still, it is what because it is. Walking Whatever. Dead was one of the biggest shows ever. And then, stay tuned for Comic Book Man after Chris Hardwick talks about the show. It you is, just it's, it's being resourceful, yeah. And it worked, man. Comic Book Man brought a whole new resurgence to this. But really, I don't think we would really have Marvel Universe or even what we're getting into with DC or anything like that if we didn't have, uh, like. They're calling him the king of geeks now, but we, if we didn't have that box, box office bomb of mall rats, it was like in and out. Quick they had shit. a couple. I mean, all right, but mall it became rats, a yes. cult classic. Yes, it did. But so did uh, Chasing Amy. Chasing Amy. Dogma. Was, Chasing Amy wasn't as wasn't as big as Dogma or oh, Dogma was huge. Dogma Jane was Silent huge. Bob Strike Back was amazing. That was funny. <laughs> We smoke some blunts. We smoke some blunts. Rolling blunts and smoking blunts. That'd be uh, 15 yeah. bucks. <laughs> 15 bucks. Little man, put that shit in my hand. If that money doesn't show, then you owe me, owe me, owe. My jungle love. Oh, we, oh, we, oh. I want to get to know ya, know ya. Yeah. So, I've watched that movie a couple times. Yeah. No. But, and then, bringing it back around, like the old man likes to mention, that, you know, Stan having the Mallrats script in Captain Marvel was huge because now that's linking that in the Marvel universe, tying in the real world aspect that Marvel likes to do. So we're in the real world here. The malls are pretty much closing because Amazon's all but ran, uh, you know, ran them out of. It's a, it's our ghost. It's okay. Okay, I call her Julia. Um, but well, I call him Harry. All right. Well, now that's one confused, gender confused ghost. All right, we gotta agree on a name at least. I do kind of like Harry for a ghost name. If we ever got robbed, a bunch of people would have questions like, "Why do you have so many cardboard cutouts of this man?" We really like him. We have to face him towards the wall because having all the Kelly stare at us. It's, it's really creepy, creepy. Otherwise, but yeah. But I really think that there's a lot of hope for this one. One thing there's not a lot of hope uh, for. The, none at all. None at all. Is this next story? I'm so upset about this. I know it's so bad. A lot of people aren't, but sadly. We have to talk about it. Jared Leto will be playing the Joker again in the Zack Snyder Justice Listen, League. It sucks so bad because I love them in Fight Club. Record Room for a Dream. It was so good. In fact, I'm, I'm a huge fan of 30 Seconds of Mars, right? And I didn't even know, put two and two together until like 10 years ago, that I was like, wait, that's the same guy from Record Room for a Dream in <laughs> Fight Club. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, I love that dude. But that, I was so mad at, his, at that Joker. I mean, yeah, but Jared Leto, I will watch him as Morpheus in the Sony universe. I think that's a good casting call, and I think he could really sell yeah. it because he's yeah. a great actor, but... Not Joker. Oh, it's just, I watched The Suicide Squad. Oh, I did, and I didn't... It's just something... It may have been how it was cut. Now, because that, that's like the next hashtag movement after Snyder, it's the release the air cut. The Suicide Squad, I wasn't a big fan of. The Harley Quinn movie was actually the, I thought it wasn't terrible. I might wasn't have great, to watch wasn't that terrible. One. I'll have to I'll have to try and watch. Better, it. it was better than Suicide Squad. All right, all right. 
All right, but that's like saying, "How'd you do this year? You got an F last year. I got a D. Hey, it's still, right. worth, still worth checking out. Going upwards. No, you're not going anywhere with that. You get to stay right where you are. So we could blame this on the Hollywood Reporter has learned that Jared Leto will play this version of, suicide, <laughs> of Joker. In this, uh, he first appeared in Suicide Squad. Zack Snyder's now putting him in Justice League, hopefully for like a minute. Like he was in Suicide Squad. Yeah. Leto will be a part of the Snyder Cut reshoots planned for uh, planned for the four episode mini event on HBO Max. Other potential changes for the Snyder Cut I found this interesting it includes visual effect changes, uh, cut lines, and apparently no footage filmed by Joss Whedon. And HBO gave him thirty million to get it done. We'll find it exclusively on HBO Max sometime in twenty twenty one. I'm really interested in his take. I think getting, uh, you know, giving him the reins is a good move, and I really hope he knows what he's doing. If he's going to gamble, like putting Jared Leto, the person who's gotten so much scrutiny from that role, just like uh, Ray Fisher was getting as, you know, Cyborg when he came out in Justice League. They were, he was getting a lot of shit because of the CGI was terrible and all that. And He didn't have anything to do with that. You still get shit as an actor if you look fucked up. But it's there was a lot of stuff. What would they like him to do? Stand over the CGI guy's shoulder? No, no, no. Fix that right there. Yes. Yep. Like he's in post. Yeah. In post, standing and hovering over a guy. Amazing. And and then you have to review it and review it again, and then they have another review, and then they have another review, then they have a showing where they have a review. Yeah. And then a meeting about the showing of the review. Agent Cooper. Agent Cooper is said to be, uh, going to be actually with Mr. Martian Manhunter in the Justice League, That's and we're going to see Agent Cooper become uh, Martian Manhunter. You sound just like, it's like Plus, creepy. We have Superman, a Raymond Reddington. I have, have a find I have a friend, Raymond Reddington. Look, he's going to help you out. You got to help me out here. There's this man, Raymond Reddington. He's a real pain in my ass. <laughs> I got to get rid of him. Seriously, go away, boy. We'll just tell him FBI life. stuff happened. Just if you could just. You know, laser <laughs> right in the head. I really so appreciate that. I joined the Air Force. I'm Harold Cooper, and I had to switch branches. <laughs> so, we'll have to see if this is going to be a good thing or not. I really think HBO's not going to spend $30 million to try and... God, he Jesse? is so horrible! God, he sucked. Ugh. Wait. He looked like a complete buffoon in Batman vs. Superman. He was Lex Luthor? Yeah. That's Lex Luthor, yeah. Let's go back to Kevin Space. Oh, yeah. On that movie. That one. Kevin Space. Well, uh, wait, 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 wait. Ah. You know His acting schedule might be wide open. Like Jerry yeah, Lewis I don't think one. he's doing anything. He's not. <laughs> but they may not want to hire him. I thought he was yeah. good in freaking... Uh, House of Cards? No, I was yeah. going to say uh, Zombieland and Zombieland K-Pax? K-Pax is such I a I love that movie. That was I, Kevin Spacey's so good in that mm-hmm. movie. Wasn't he in Pay It Forward, too? Who, Kevin Spacey? With, yeah, with Haley Joel Osment. Oh, and that so had the woman so from uh, Twister. She was uh, Helen, and also... Helen uh, Mirren. No, yeah, no, no, not Helen Mirren. Helen was, uh, Hunt. Uh, Helen yes, Hunt. Helen Hunt. Yes. I remember because it rhymes with cunt. Oh, wow, you went there. What? Hey. You're not with things that rhyme. Uh... Bunt? Like this next story. Oh, that doesn't Stunts? rhyme with bunt. But <laughs> it's not a cunt. It's Michael B. Jordan who will produce a shocking movie. 
Michael static Jordan? shocking movie that is. Static shock movie he adaptation. Look like Michael Jordan. That's why. He, that's why he's Michael B. Jordan. There's the B. Yeah. It's Hollywood. They. Yeah. But I can't remember their names as it is. Jordan will uh, revealed on Friday that he will produce the pick through uh, Warner Brothers based Outlier Society Company. So Static HKA Virgil Hawkins <coughs> was created by Milestone Media and DC Comics in the nineties. The character is a teen who transforms into a superhero with electromagnetic powers. A Static Shock animated series aired in uh, the early 2000s on the kids WB and was one of the few superhero series to have a starring black character. That animated series was amazing. Comment. And he needed to leave it alone. It's all a series that should have stayed dead. Absolutely. Which one are they talking about? That was probably the uh, wall uh, the Adams family. So, uh, a lot of people are saying, by the way, both of that comment, thank you. Uh, J-Boy McNeil. J-Boy McNeil. Thank you for commenting there, because a lot of people are unhappy with the uh, rising of the dead of the Adams Family, if you will. They're not happy with the series, because it holds a, a very you know special place in people's hearts. Yeah. So, I can see that how it can <coughs> easily be fucked up. But... I don't know. I'm hopeful. I'm optimistic. I'm often wrong and let down. So don't listen to me. I'm disappointed all the time. Um, but I hope I'm not disappointed on this story with Static Shock because Michael B. Jordan was an awesome killmonger. He has a just a, an a, a electromagnetic career. He was Apollo Creed. Yep. You know, in two He's movies, freaking not just a one-off. Too. He is in shape and jacked. We can forgive him for being the Human Torch. Because he was awesome as Killmonger. I would also accept him. As, and he was awesome as Creed. Yeah, I would accept him as like a, like an Earth 2 uh, Superman. Yeah. It'd be awesome if, they, uh, if they're dipping like said, into the multiverse. In enough, yeah, he... why not? You know, I think it'd be, you know, there's a lot of good that this man could still do in his career. He says that I'm proud to be part of the building the new universe centered around black superheroes. Our community deserves that. He also said in a statement that Outlier Society is committed to bringing to uh, to life diverse comic book content across all platforms. I think he could be a good African-American any different superhero. Yeah. Captain America. I think he'd be good Cable. Black Cable. You know what? I think he could he could probably pull off Bishop. Bishop. I'd rather Bishop, uh-huh. I would rather see like Jamie Foxx's Bishop though. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. older. Well, you gotta go a little older than Michael B. Jordan for Bishop. Bishop's Bishop's a uh, old guy. Yeah, uh, he's not necessarily well, he's super old. He's very, he's very he's old. The future. The he's very knowledgeable. Yeah, he's very. Yeah. Is he the time traveler? Yeah, I think it was he's one else. of them. Yeah, he's one of them. Because then there was Cable, who was Scott and Jean's son. Mm-hmm. They and were that's, in the, uh, oh, man. I'm getting into those comics too. By the way, what, that is original X Men. X Men. All timey wimey. One of the recent I comic ran, runs, they bring the original X Men to the future, and Scott gets real Magneto y. I read all. Oh, man. It's, I'm going through that on comics. three brothers used really to collect great. all X Men comics yeah. and, and Spider Man comics. Yeah. Um, I had the, the, the number three issue of uh, Spider Man somewhere. Oh, like man. in pristine condition. It's oh. Like, it's worth it. Like, Hold it's on like, to it's it. Like, it's like worth like 200 bucks, <laughs> but still. 
Hey, it's not in bad. the future, once people Frame start it. burning books when Trump gets reelected, you know that's going to be real valuable. Let's not, Frame I mean, it, and it's <laughs> not going to turn. It's guy. not yet turning into equilibrium, but I'm telling that's you, true. someday the our world's going to be equilibrium. The movie with Christian Bale. Not great, a lot of feel, not a lot of, We're name dropping a lot of great actors I like know. this last story, but we'll have to see how this one comes up because he's they're created uh, they're trying to create content that nobody is putting a focus on that could really inspire a lot of really great stories. And we got to see how this turns out because any misstep could be egg on your face, like this next story because a lot of people were very confident that this story was true. Unfortunately, it's not. Tatiana Maslany denies being cast as She-Hulk in the Disney Plus series. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. She's a good actress. The Orphan Black star has denied being cast in the titular role and uh, said that that actually isn't a real thing. I love how she put that. <laughs> it's actually not a real thing. No. That's a person who's been asked that question so much by now. Yeah. She's just fucking annoyed by it. And, you know, especially with how, like, rumors go in Hollywood, I, I, I get it. I get it a lot, you know? It's one of those things that you really can't, you can't just kind of go based off of reportedly and rumors. Anytime I say that, you really got to take it with a grain of salt. Because I was really hoping that this was a real story. Because I think she's a great actress and she could really bring something to the role. But... That just means maybe they can still have Rosario Dawson. The girl who played Gamora. Mm. Perfect she all. Yeah, but oh, okay. same kind of same kind of universe because, you know, it's all MCU. To where if you were to go with like, I don't know, maybe Zadana from um, the Batman, the Catwoman there. She could be, I, I could see it. You'd have oh, to do CGI for Hulk stuff, but... Maybe a little Michelle know. Pfeiffer. <laughs> Just name out some other names. How about Woody Allen? But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Maslany told the Sunbury Star on Thursday, the morning, uh, in reference of the portrayal of Jennifer Walters, it's totally, it's totally not. I've been connected to these things in the past, and the press has gotten onto it, but it's actually not a thing, unfortunately. And that is unfortunate. One thing that's not unfortunate is the next story because Hellstorm and Daredevil are Marvel's best reviewed shows on Rotten Tomatoes by their users. Never watched Hellstorm. It just came out earlier this month and it was supposed to lead into something, but this was before Kevin Feige took over Marvel Studios. Daredevil Daredevil is amazing. It was. I love Daredevil. Um, Hellstorm has arrived on Hulu earlier this month, but the series debuted at a 50% tomato meter. This is the fucked up part I want to put about this, because I type out these stories, copy and paste over. I typed out tomato meter. I added an E, and it said spelled wrong. Had it perfect from, obviously, Rotten Tomatoes. I type in perjanger. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's not a word. Like, no, I know it's a word. It, it, I made that word. We made it's, up that it's word. A word. It, it's, it's, it's correct. It's eventually going to be on a t-shirt. I don't know what the fuck you're talking yeah. about. It's not a word. I have but a you know tomato meter. I have meter. a definition on it. Okay. It's a word. Yeah. Tomato meter. Tomato meter. Define that, Google. Sons of bitches. Anyway, but 
It quickly fell to 39%, but once fans have gotten the chance to binge through the series, the audience score tells a whole other story. Casual, uh, with casual bingers now able to submit their reviews of the show's first season, Hellstorm has debuted with one of Marvel Television's highest ever audience scores. In fact, it sits at 91% fresh on the audience score, which is currently tied with Daredevil as the best of the best for Marvel in their television squanders. Because Mar- ABC's Agent Shield, that comes in at close at a second at 90%. Which I have still yet to finish. And Legion and, uh, and yeah. other shows in the Defenders verse are hovering around 70 to 80%. So, Daredevil, especially the first season, was amazing. Yeah, it was so good. It was fantastic. <laughs> Just get them to commit. Legion? I really loved the first season of Legion, but it wasn't as accurate as Daredevil was to the comics, but new and refreshing. So, I caught a little bit of Hellstorm. When I first saw this story, but I'm really going to go sit down and go through that. Because, you know, with a lot of users saying, no, I watched this and this is actually really fucking good. That says something more to me than expert critics. Yeah. Because they're often wrong when it comes to whenever I go to the movies and see something. I look at the critic score and it's lower than what I'm actually going to enjoy it at. Yeah. So... Take it with a grain of salt, but at least the tomato meter has proven that these two shows are one of the highest Marvel, uh, you know, audience scored shows out there. So, Hellstorm was supposed to be at one point Jeff Loeb championed Hellstorm to begin uh, the beginning of a new horror-based subsection of the Marvel Cinematic Universe called Adventure into Fear. Those plans were scrapped once Marvel's Kevin Feige. Uh, absorbed them into Marvel Studios, something that really interested us and interested them, and we always knew that we were going to do something with Ghost Rider. We were just waiting for the right place to put it. Then we started having the same conversation where there was a comic book world of spirits of vengeance, and they're going uh, they're going to this sort of unusual group of characters that would involve Ghost Rider and Hellstorm and Hellstorm's sister, Anna, and that's where the Adventure of Fear would have went, with three separate shows of these badass, weird, fear-based series. Now, we'll have to see how Marvel does this, because they can still put something like this out on Hulu. Because, obviously, they already had this set in stone before, but I'd like them to continue with the Hellstorm. If it's good. Another thing I hope is good is the next story. Because the Uncharted movie is giving us our first look at Tom Holland as Nathan Drake. And there he is. Um, you played Uncharted? I have. What do you think? It's an amazing game. Internet, well, uh, what do you think of Tom Holland? Because Internet supposedly is split. I like it. I, I, I don't mind it. I don't, I mean... You're supposed I, to determine his entire... It seems like he's a little young for that, for that role, but... Well, I mean, that's because they're just going with the younger Nathan Drake. No, so I, I they can it. turn more movies at yeah. him. Yeah. And they no, the fuckers up there. Yeah, 100%. But is there a better picture? Yeah. Below? There we go. Tom Holland actually... Uh, I mean, he looks He looks good. It's just He's just young. And, that, you know, he's on a little pirate ship there or whatever. He'll, he'll fix that with time. Tom Holland actually <laughs> took to Instagram uh, to share this photo. <laughs> 
He actually shared another photo of like some old book and said, Netflix can't fire me for this. Was he supposed to share it? You gotta ask it whenever he shares something. That's he very pushed, true. But he apparently he said limits. he can't get fired for it, he, so it's fine. He pushes the limits all the time with, yeah. with with his mouth saying shit that he shouldn't be saying. Oh yeah. Like Shut your mouth, boy. Yeah, Shut like, your mouth if whenever, you want to keep working. Whenever, yeah, whenever he goes like those interviews with like the other characters, we like, like you. Don't say that. Don't say yeah. that. We like you Actually, in movies. I'll take Just forty-two. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Button it up. But though Holland is putting his own spin on Nate, it's reassuring to see that many of the characters' trademarks will make their way onto the big screen. In uh, the photo, Holland has Nate. Uh, darker hair as well as the wardrobe is very similar to what we see in the games including the gun holsters there um, it's hopefully showing us a good sign they're at least trying to capture the spirit of the game and Uncharted will release July 16th 2021 just made me think looking at that picture seeing him and the way he acts I think if they ever decided to do an Indiana Jones younger version yeah, like they did have him in in the one movie with the long hair and he looked different. But I'm saying like in his twenties, bam. Yeah, Tom Holland would be a good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would. Just give him any every role. I don't care. He's like Robert Downey Jr. Do let him do what he wants. Whatever. Which speaking of Robert Downey Jr., ah, um, I see what you think. No, David Letterman has uh, my next guest needs no introduction. Ne- new season came out. Kim Kardashian West. Then <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. and Dave Chappelle. Those are the first three of the season. Nice. I saw the Kim Kardashian West, which was actually fucking really, like, it was actually, there was a part that was very interesting. I'm not going to ruin it, but it's very good. It's been a nice series. It's just David Letterman being David Letterman, you know. That's why we watch. Well, you'll be able to catch it on this next story because Sony confirms day one apps that are available with the PlayStation 5. They confirm that uh, you'll be able to watch this November 12th Apple TV+, Disney+, Netflix, listen to Spotify, Twitch, and YouTube. The company also said more streaming apps such as Amazon Prime and Hulu, as well as Peacock, are coming to the PlayStation 5. Notably absent from the list is HBO Max, which is currently in contract disputes with Amazon and Roku over the inclusion of the new streaming app on their platforms and pay TV options like Sling. Sony shut down its own pay TV Sling competitor, the PlayStation View, last year. Interestingly, the anime streaming service Crunchyroll owned by the same parent company as HBO will be available at launch for the PlayStation 5, a spokesman told The Purge. Okay. So they got their shit together because people love anime. You need to give these gamers anime. They love that shit. You put it on there. Yeah, what's Funimation? What about HBO? They like superheroes. Shut up, Gary. But, you know, that's just how I saw that. Um, So you'll be able to pick up the PlayStation remote which four buttons were previously left off of there. Guess which which buttons they are. Disney Plus, Netflix, Spotify, and YouTube. No way. So you can pick that up November 12th if you can't just figure out a You guys remember back in the day when game. Xbox, you weren't able to watch a movie unless you bought the controller? Mm, back in the day. I think I, think I do. Yeah. You, weren't, you, you weren't able to watch a disc in it unless uh-huh. you had... Yeah. 
an Xbox remote. Oh yeah, when it first came yeah. out, yeah. the first I think one, PlayStation had something similar. Yeah, it was so frustrating because like I didn't know that, and I was like, I came fucking watch this. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, what are you doing? Now I'm so glad that. that you came over because this next story. Oh, is... I miss you too, bud. <laughs> but this next story is right up your alley because in a previous podcast you asked, "What is 8K gonna look like?" Well, are we about to die? Is this gonna come out and like just like attack us? Like we watch like a zombie? Is it literally gonna come out? No. Is it literally in person? It's not literally in person, oh, but shit. if you scroll down, we will find the video for Horizon Zero Dawn on a PC running at 8K. But the we can't watch sound. it at 8K. But we can't watch it in that 8K, looks, uh, so it's actually right. not 8K. Well, the while the 8K resolution isn't exactly mainstream, some gaming systems, such as the Xbox Series X, will support it. The video display, Zero to Horizon, uh, Zero Dawn, running at 8K resolution, which that is, is 8K. amazing. It's um, and that's uh, going to be gameplay like that. Yeah, like he's showing off this map, and yeah, you can go to it's a. Bang so, for wow. let, uh, number four buck PC gamer on his YouTube channel. He made this video and seven uh, yeah, seventy six eighty like by forty three twenty and look at that sixty hertz refresh rate sixteen by one aspect ratio. This thing, yeah, well, he's his, got fucking his rig super is a beast. Computer. Yeah, it's a fucking <laughs> beast. He's got like a three grand processor in there. <laughs> look at that ultra ultra medium. High, 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 off, off, high. This thing is... And then when he's in here, you can see he he has all the specs running on the side. So he's proving, no, this is 8K. And it's just amazing because he starts off just running uh, running this sim, just kind of running around showing her, just kind of bobbing and weaving and swimming. Um, but... The party, uh, here it is. It is uh, part of the series of videos released by the YouTuber Bang for Buck on his channel. He does, uh, the series of videos sh- has shown off Horizon Zero Dawn as well as other popular games like Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, Final Fantasy 15, and Crisis 3 with NVIDIA's what? upscale graphics card. And just how that looks cool. amazing does yeah. that look? Looks good. I like. You still like right there. You still have the the foot going through magically through the leaf, but that's because this is just a graphics card upscaling to 8K. When you're making a game yeah, with they, 8K, they got like pockets of different animations going on. So like they'll have one section of the grass going this way, another section going this way, another. Th- mm-hmm. So it's not all just like all grass go this way, all this go this and way. Look uh-huh. at that! Look at that swimming. You know the water looks amazing. I'd like to see a little more ripple. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit more. With everything's a little bit too stagnant. Yeah, it stays yeah. too chill. Yeah. Water more, doesn't. A little more ripple. Yeah, water's not flat and calm everywhere. This, you're not Jesus. I'm just saying ripple effect somewhere. Yeah, Ubisoft. That's one thing I will say good about oh, them. Shoot, Ubisoft shoot has it. great shoot it. Water. Boo! You suck. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is all just showing off Nvidia's 8K graphics card, uh, the RTX. 3090 is what he's using on this. And okay. he was one of the lucky ones to actually get one. Um, but they are available now. 
So. If, for like, yeah, I'll have 50 grand. What, do you want to sign away your child? Of your child. No. Okay. We'll give you uh, <laughs> RTX 3090 if you just sign away your child. It's all right. We're good. We can... Uh, At least, watching. be okay. She you can take the baby. I'm going to get this. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's just... Uh, he shows hide off... Hide your kids. Um, hide your wife. A visual... Uh, the resolution is playing as Eloy is showing her running and swimming and fighting the giant game robots and eventually he goes to uh, the bigger bosses but there are some parts that dip below 30 frames per second in the middle of the video but nothing serious um, it, he also then decides to hold up in a challenging encounter with more difficult enemies and during the combat there's some noticeable frame rate drops but nothing too significant that you would really point out but you know, you have this robot animal with a yeah. lot of moving parts, a lot of pieces, and graphically, that's a huge feat to just have this as a smooth game uh, gameplay element at all. And now seeing this in 8K just kind of gives it in like a new light. Yeah, really nice. So one YouTube, leave it to the PC Master Race, man, to just highlight even more why PlayStation wants to bring more games to PC. Because this is the results when you get the PC community in there, you know? Yeah. But somebody else is doing something that might turn out well. That's our next story. Devolver Digital buys series, uh, Serious Sam developer Crow Team. I have no idea what this is. Serious Sam was a big... Um, it was Rangers. like a, a, a first-person shooter. Um, along the lines of like a Duke Nukem, it was just completely ridiculous story and just. Devolver Digital is who made them. No, so let's start at the beginning. Crow Team began as a small group of friends looking to get into the gaming business. The team started with sports titles, eventually created a demo that would okay. become Serious Sam, uh, the only publisher that would touch the an unapproved game. Uh, an unproven game with a sto uh, story as crazy as Serious Sam was gather a uh, gathering of developers. Many years later, members of the gathering formed a new company, Devolver Digital. Devolver brings uh, things full circle because they were looking for a prominent title to, uh, to publish, and Crow Team brought along a new Serious Sam title. So for many years after that, they were working together. Dol Devolver has brought up uh, Crow Team... So they bought the person they were working very close in contact with, and Devolver is, like, everything they put out is good. <coughs> it's Andy. <coughs> it's, it's great in its own right. The Talos Principle was one of their IPs. Look at that headless thing. It's got Majin, dude. It's Majin. It's got the Majin. Almost looks like, um, what's his name, Crumb from Ah Real Monsters. If Crumb became a Majin Buu? <laughs> Real Majin Buu monsters! <laughs> but uh, the Crow team was most well-known for the Talos Principle. And both of the IPs have their own serious fans. So, he made, <coughs> so the company that bought is the same company that did Fall Guys? Yep. <coughs> That's another one for uh, Devolver. Sonic. And they kind of prove, like, indie titles just kind of prove you don't need to have a AAA game with a lot of money 
to really have an amazing that's game. Been, it's been a lot, a lot recent. Recently, it's been a, a lot better than it has been with Fall Guys, with mm-hmm. Among Us. Yeah. You have, like, Xbox, and you have Devolver, Steam. You have all these... Ah! It's so much better with you. But we have all these (laughs) different people trying to bring indie games to a forefront because it's just as much of an art as the more expensive titles. It is. It is. It's just... I'm a huge fan of beautiful games. Yeah. And, like, a lot of the indie games are all, like, 8-bit, 16-bit, or, like... Stop playing Atari. That, that I could. That's cost ten bucks, but like I could get free on my phone, kind of. Thing. We'll have yeah. more of them later. Um, but Fall Guys, re- interesting. You mentioned that because they also did a recent uh, kind of crossover, publishing wise, where they had Sonic the Hedgehog in there with it. So there's a lot of stuff like that going on for Devolver and uh, the party. Uh, the parties from the companies actually joked about the situation, saying that they've been dating for so long, they just decided to go ahead and get married. Nice. So, okay. it's an interesting thing. Um, it's nice that they're actually going... Crew team will have, of course, they will keep total creative freedom. And Devolver Digital gets to keep making dumb recommendations that Crow team just ignores. The way and that it, they prefer it. And they can just smash it. Yeah, so they can just do whatever they want, and Devolver's just like, oh, we'll put it out for you, yeah, whatever. We have a good you know, relationship. They're just going to smash the competition. Mm. Smash. Interesting way to put that. Our next story may be smashing something. That's Steve from Minecraft is going to be smashing somebody else. Thank God his meat isn't in my ear. Um, <clears throat> but... Super Smash Brothers Ultimate does this, patches does this look like out. Anything to you? Yeah. Really? What could that be? Uh, but Super Smash Brothers Ultimate patches out Minecraft Steve's penis-like victory screen. <laughs> so Minecraft players everywhere were stunned when it was revealed that Minecraft Steve and Alex would be joining the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate as DLC fighters. While the reveal uh, reaction was so intense that the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, Ultimate's Minecraft crossover crashed Twitter, and uh, once the Minecraft characters were actually added to the game, players noticed something unusual about Steve's windscreen. Could you, uh, what do you show me on here? Steve here what is interesting about that? They can't see it. you got to go There's to the full bump. screen for the big it <coughs> meat. Is. Oh, that is, I'm, so I'm looking Would at the Would you like it one. bigger? I'm looking at the, just rub it. Um, I'm looking at the wrong picture. But when Steve, not Big Brother, won around, he'd be holding onto a slab of meat, the same kind he regularly noms on in both Minecraft and Smash Brothers. <laughs> so Steve is known for nomming on the meat. And now we Did see a different form <laughs> of Steve's uh, meat over here. So unfortunately, the angle and placement of the object. Which, Why if you really suggested? look at it, it looks like he is holding a piece of meat, and it's in the wrong place. It just, it just looks like he's really happy that he won the match. <laughs> yes, I won! I won! Ah! I can do anything! I can do anything! He's Homelander. That's what he's doing. He's pulling a Homelander. <laughs> Steve's pulling a Homelander, so Nintendo had to be like, you know what, that was wrong. That was wrong, <laughs> wrong, wrong. Just, what the fuck, Japan? Um, but the internet reactions, I like, uh, go down to the next one, because I love this one. Never forget Steve's meat. Oops. Never forget Steve's meat. In the arms of an angel. 
<laughs> in the arms of an angel. <laughs> so players qui- uh, quickly turned on to social Explain media. I didn't think I would ever give this sentence. Yeah, Steve's meat. So the guy, there you go, nomming on the meat. There's Steve. And that's the new screen without the meat. Apparently, he now noms the meat before. And maybe he used to just kind of like, haha, got my meat. Womp, womp, womp. You know, something going on there. But Nintendo patched it, of <laughs> course. The 9.01 uh, patch update also uh, improved in a number of different kind of gameplay adjustments, as well as erasing Steve's meat. From the victory screen. Hey. Hi. Don't pull your dick out on the victory screen, it Steve. Like a, it looks more like hey. a cocoon. Modders, we're counting like, on you it's here. Like a, it's Come like on, brown modders. Come on. Yeah, we really your need, asses. We need the modding community to just really pull one out for us. Yeah. <laughs> I think every character needs their own meat. <laughs> oh, but fans' modders. reactions have just. I'm been telling you that that meat looks like a cocoon. A cocoon dick. A cocoon dick. <laughs> Tell you what, this next story might actually have cocoons. I'll never put anything past this man, but Kojima Productions is working on another game. Uh, yeah, man. It'll only be 24 billion hours long before you get to play it. <laughs> yeah. Get but, some popcorn, you're going nowhere wait, for guy, five hours. Which game was this guy from? This is the... Death uh, Stranding. This is the guy Death Stranding Metal made, Gear Solid. Uh, oh, Metal yeah. Gear Solid. Yeah. yeah. One time, he was playing one of the Metal Gear Solid games. He's like, I just finished. I'm just watching the cinema. I'm going to bed. Oh, so this is is the dude that you were watching. I went to bed. I I slept for eight hours. I got up. He was still watching the video. It was Still! I slept all night. So, ranting aside... I, every time I mention Hideo Kojima, so he many always, times that he gets heated. Every he gets so I, livid I, every time, I, I, especially since I bought him Death Stranding for Christmas. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I eat a meal. I got a buddy. Wait, the cinema. I got a buddy that I play online with, and he hates cutscenes. Yeah, he hates loading screens and cutscenes. Yeah. So, like when we play, like, come on, Warzone, let me skip this shit. When we play Warzone, his name's Kowalski. When we play Warzone. After you lose, it goes to like another screen where you can spec them. <laughs> and I always like to wait like ten seconds because uh, he'll just bat, he'll just like Kowalski left your party. <laughs> and, and but only in the game, and then I'll talk like I'm not trying to watch the, the, the cut. Get out of the game! It's like Jesus, dude, just calm down. Bro. <laughs> so, seconds. industry legend. Oh. Hideo Kojima, his most recent undead monster meets the postman simulator called Death Stranding, showed us a very divided and very rainy America. This game was stupid, by the way. If you have probably got that some up. major cutscenes. However, <laughs> they announced they are working on a new game and they are hiring for their Tokyo studio, but are looking for the best in-class talent to work on the next title. Job postings listed includes writing art and programming positions with an emphasis on Japanese fluency because you're going to be working in Tokyo! You know, probably important to know Japanese. I don't know any programming. You think I could get the job? I'm a psychologist. 
Maybe. I have a master's in psychology. Do you have a master's in bullshittery? Because that's yeah. really what you Total need. Total bullshit. <laughs> when it comes to programming, I'll yeah. totally fail. I had to take sociology. I had to take many, many sociology classes. I did a 400 a level sociology class, and I shouldn't have been there. I don't know how I got in it, but I got an A in it. Yeah. And I was so happy. That it's, did not happen to me when I decided, you know, it's a great class, man. I'm just going to take philosophy. <laughs> I was in there for a week and a half. But um, we'll have to see if this sequel actually matches up to the, you know, the legacy that is Hideo Kojima. He is the Quentin Tarantino of the gaming world, and I'm he's, sure it's going to be no, another 500 he's, he's hours of gameplay. I'm sorry, cutscenes. <laughs> probably about 40 hours of gameplay. Yeah. 20 minutes of gameplay, we deliver one package, and then cutscenes all through. My God, in the future, when you just have like this VR pod you hop into, and it's like another world, be like, oh, no, man, I'm playing Death Stranding 6. Like, all right, I'll see you when you're 40, I guess. <laughs> like, no, I'm gonna, it's not just a delivery man this time. This time, he also has a blog. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we'll have to see how that goes. But it may be a rocky road, like our next story, Bethesda might have a rocky road ahead of them. Bethesda? Yeah. Bethesda is getting sued by Ragnarok Game LLC for allegedly sabotaging Rune 2. And Rune was one of those games to where it was RPG, it was it had a lot of fans on it. Rune 2, they announced it, people were excited. Um, three years ago, the now defunct Human Head Studios developer of Prey uh, announced Rune Ragnarok, the title that would later change to Rune 2, which launched um, 2019. Almost immediately, things started to go wrong. No. The day after Rune 2 went live, Human Head Studios announced it was closing down. This came as a surprise for invested players who expected the studio to continue to support the game, but it also came as a surprise to Ragnarok LLC. Uh, Rune 2's publisher, according to Ragnarok Game, Human Head only disclosed its immediate closure a few days before release. From there, things get stranger as lawsuit begins to file. Uh, Ragnarok Games went to uh, sue Human Head Studios over the developer's refusal to hand over the source code and other essential ma uh, materials for the maintaining the game. Ragnarok Games stated it had al always intended to continue supporting the game, but Human Head's refusal to cooperate hindered that. The cooperker. Cooperker. Um, but. It's a weird name. <clears throat> By Human Head reforming under Bethesda uh, as Roundhouse, Ragnarok Game only found out th about this through the press with everyone else. They didn't get a memo, an email, or anything. I don't know if you can serve somebody like that. So, as of now, it's a mm -hmm. lawsuit has been amended to include Bethesda and Xenomax as well. The new suit states that Xenomax Bethesda was an attractive participant for, uh, Rune, uh, for Rune 2, alleged sabotage. According to Ragnarok Games, Human Head Roundhouse conspired with Xenomax to be bought under its, uh, brought under its umbrella before the game was released. The suit alleges that Xenomax told Human Head Studios not to release the assets to the source code for Rune 2, and that Human Head Studios' statement of closure was actually penned by Xenomax. 
This is certainly odd since Bethesda and Human Head Studios clashed over Prey two years before Ragnarok Games' accusations are true. It would mean that Human Head potentially went to Bethesda for a buyout to end sabotaged Rune 2 as all a part of that deal. It's a very long story. But, if true, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Mainly, I would see that fucked up for Human Head Studios because they went to Bethesda. They saw after, you know, the the Quiet Man bombed and they weren't doing anything to really keep the studio afloat. They were like, you know what, fuck Rune 2. We're just going to go b- get bought out by Bethesda and ZeniMax. And that's where the kind of lawsuit comes into play there because all of this has caused Ragnarok Game to extend its suit to ZeniMax and the suit calls for compensation f- of no less than $100 million. Plus other fees. $1 million. That sounds like a lot to demand of the company that released Quiet Man a year before Rune 2. But Human Head is clearly in financial trouble before the Bethesda buyout. So it you, that's going to be hard to prove. Yeah. Really hard to prove. It seems very speculative, but I think they're just looking to settle out of court. Yeah. And stop build, it. Stop. Buy it. And build another game. Stop it. Yeah. You stop that, that, you, you, right okay. there in the back. You, you stop the yawning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I give a really, it's fucking really contagious, man. I'll tell you one thing I hope isn't contagious. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's this next story. Atari's bum, flagship bum, bum, bum. hotel looks more like Cyberpunk 1987. Ooh. Click on the picture and you can actually, uh, right up at the top there. And now we got a bigger look at it, and you can actually zoom in because look over at the um, the banner, like uh, yeah, right there. Oh yeah, there we go. So here we see. There we go. Uh, I'll, Et, you know, fishing derby, you know, twenty six hundred. You see Frogger, all this. Atari. These are the games we're most proud of. Et. <laughs> really? That's the one you want to pull out? Okay. Man, right next to it is Fishing Derby. Like, whoa, calm down there, man. Slow down, Speed Racer. You're going too fast for me. But. (laughs) What's the game where you threw the bombs on the other guy? Bomberman? Bomberman? I love that. No, that wasn't. A f- there, that was a different game where you threw bombs on the other person. Yeah, you threw these it bombs. It was adapted. Double Dragon. It was an adapted <laughs> version of a porn game. We love that game. Um. At the start of the year, the holding company that currently owns the rights to the licenses of Atari's name and logo announced the line of Atari-themed gaming hotels with some help from producer of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film's reboots. Now we get to see renders uh, courtesy of the architecture and design firm Glenslire of the mothership Atari Hotel and what it will look like in Las Vegas. Cyberpunk concept art of the dystopian mall tower... This seems normal for Las Vegas, honestly. I would agree. I don't know what's up with the F1 car. You know all those F1 cars that were in fucking Atari games? No, I don't. And, um... The Silver Arrow was not in Atari. But the Atari Hotel has also been announced for Phoenix, and a management agency, GSD Group, has plans for more in Austin, Chicago, Denver, San Francisco, San Jose, and Seattle. The hotels will apparently feature state-of-the-art amenities. 
Go Philadelphia. Huh? My question is, will it have the wood paneling? Is that like down the halls? You just have that classic black and wood paneling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that would be That'd pretty be awesome. awesome. And they got robots and F one cars, man. Shit, that's like a you know, that's like right out of Blade Runner. So we'll have to see how that happens, how that turns out. I mean, uh, Las Vegas, I could see one really working out there. I can't really see you know like San Jose and like well, we're coming to Sheboygan. <laughs> okay, sure. We just put one in Wilmington, Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at the waterfront. <laughs> like okay, uh, nobody's going there. But you could play asteroids all you want at the now Atari coming Hotel. to Camden. Would you <laughs> yeah. believe how cheap land is out there? I bet you the hotel room. The Atari Hotel too. opens now in Camden, New Jersey. Bring your own police. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just thought this was an interesting, light-hearted story to end off the podcast with because uh, Atari, like Nintendo, they have Nintendo Land. Obviously, Atari's like, yeah, well, we're gonna make a hotel. So, it's definitely interesting to where, you know, we could kind of go off of this and we could really have, uh, Atari have some Atari uh, land already. It's called Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But they also have, like, the their new console, the VCS. Um, they are supposedly going to be shipping those out to people who pre-ordered on the Kickstarter. But no one has gotten them. Okay. So, they're in the mail. But... That reaches the end of the nerdy news for this podcast, and we end it off every time the same way with an end segment. This one comes from Cat Go Google, who is not with us right now currently, but she did have a good idea for an end segment. She had it was a picture to where name and you know you pick the last letter of your first name and the last letter of your last name, and those were your superhero parents. Mine was of course uh, Bishop and She Hulk. Mm-hmm. Odd that the, both of those names actually came up naturally during the podcast, and not all out of my mouth. So yeah, I, yeah, because <laughs> you mentioned Bishop, and I was like, "Fuck, that was from the thing." That was crazy. So that's crazy. That's crazy. So I thought, kids, wouldn't it be crazy if you could choose any combination of superpowered people eaters? No, superpowered parents who would then who would they be? And what powers would you have, kids? Superman and Captain America. Wow, I'm <laughs> not sure. I mean... It's 2020? It's 2000, but you can't get Superman. And Wonder Woman way. and uh, the you Hulk. You would just have Superman go. and Captain America as, as your dads. As your dads. <laughs> Actually, with science. Could we call him... It's science, bitch! <laughs> Science, bitch! They go into a room, Super separate Zero. rooms, there's beakers, whatever. Speakers. Beakers, needles, whatever they use. They, go, they go to the cave, and he puts the crystal in the thing, and the lights yeah, they come mix up. It. They Somehow. Have, they have the beaker over the flame. Yeah, and yeah, the, yeah, and then you, you know, get, like, and then the whatever water the water condensation out. goes through the windy tubes, yeah. which slowly drip And the dudes down. that fell down into the nothingness of the, the yeah. somehow come back. And that's the science, you know? That's that's how they do it. That's science. We I win. Cheese it. Because Big Brother just described all of science to you. And Yes, there you go. Cheese it. Right in a minute. That's right. Right in a minute. So, honestly, I, and I asked Kat this, if we could go 
differently. Like, could I have Tom Cruise's Wonder Woman and, <laughs> you know, uh, and then end up having, I don't Caitlin know, J.K. Simmons Superman. as Captain America as my parents? And she was like, go for it. Balls to the wall. So I little, thought about this. A little uh, nice guy Scientology? Is it what, what are you going? Tony Stark, Scarlet Witch. Rich dad, super powerful mutant powers. I'm the most powerful, you know, and uh, I mean, I could go Wiccan. I could, you know, even go either of her kids. I could just have her fucking powers. And then, super rich dad, Iron Suit. I really like Iron Man and fucking Scarlet Witch, man. That'd be really fucking dope. I was going to go with Iron Man as well, because the same reason. Yeah, really rich. Uh, Yes, rich dad. Wonder Woman! And I was going to go with Mrs. Fantastic... What's her name? Oh, Susan Storm, Miss um, uh, or Miss Fantastic. Yeah, 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 the Invisible One. Yeah, yeah, Susan Storm. That's I a can good do one. I want. I can, I, oh man, rich, rich and, invisible? and invisible. Fuck, create some cool things. Ooh, or you be well, because remember Translucent from the Boys, and he was just a creeper that walked around naked. Yeah, why not? If you can do it, fuck clothes. Alright, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm fair just enough. gonna rock out with the cock. Woo! <laughs> I, got a, I got a better one. Thanos and Scarlet Witch. Wow. Good lord. Her shit is tore open. <laughs> she has the power to fix it. Um, read the House of Like Ang. that! <laughs> but no, that's a good one, man. Because you got the deviant Thanos, so you may turn out purple, but, you know, fuck yeah, it. Yeah, whatever. You'd be really powerful, and even ca- you'd have to have the Avengers team up to take you down. Although, I'm going to switch mine, because I want to go Professor X, and I want to go with Jessica Baz, the Green Lantern. You're not allowed to walk. (laughs) But I would be really (laughs) cool telepathic, and then you got a space cop for a mom. True. She's never home, but she's always working in outer space. Speaking of space, you can go Mrs. Marvel. Ooh, yeah. Ms. Marvel, Captain Marvel, whatever you want to call her. Miss Marvel and Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel, Camilla Khan, you do not. That that is like, that's way too young. Way too young. Way too young. We're talking about Ms. Marvel before Carol Danvers went to Captain Marvel. Yeah. She was still hot. I said Captain Marvel. Okay. Whatever. But she was still Ms. Marvel. Camilla Khan stole the name. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for that, but I really like it. I'm gonna I'm gonna solidify mine down with honestly, Scarlet Witch Thanos was really fucking good. <laughs> that, that was really fucking. You don't like Captain America, Superman, Captain <laughs> Super Zer, and Miss Miss America. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna flop back to Tony Stark and Wanda. I'm, I'm sticking with what I said. Cap, Captain Stark, uh, Stark, and uh, and Invisible Woman. We're gonna stick with one of the insane and crazy things I said. Excellent. Whatever that is. So this is an excellent end segment, and I want to know what you, yeah. loyal listener, want to know, or what ha- idea you have. Right below, comment yeah. and let us know. I would love to see somebody give one of our viewers give us or listeners give us an idea for an end segment. It was I would love to run one of those. You could actually type it, type it, type it right on in here to the Contact Us page over at pjandwh.com. Find us on all social medias and 
uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. We and then you can go ahead tell us what your end segment idea is, and we'll riff off it, baby. Leave us your name, your message, your email, and we will get to you immediately. Yeah, we're pretty quick at responding. Absolutely. Like within nanoseconds. Seconds. Seconds. Blank hero of time, he is always on that. He's very vividly on the computer. Well, we're actually time travelers, so we can actually answer Uh you before you even ask the question. That's right. We've already done this podcast. That's why I We've answered all the questions you could possibly have. Yeah, that one too. And that one. And yes, I am a douche. Yes. Chris. But... This is where how we end off the podcast with the thank yous. I want to thank you, Mark Gervais, wonderful woman, Katarina Thermos Garrett, and Frank Percy for liking and commenting last week's Triforce podcast, number 166. Mark Gervais, my brother from another mother. Sponsor shit. There's a mod for that. Coming right out of the old man's lips, over the gums, and to your ears. Of course, we end off this podcast the same way. With a long, drawn-out goodbye that this has been, I'm Matthew Buechrell, the Matman. To my left is Kelly Collins, our Iron Kelly. And joining us briefly in the beginning was one Katarina Thermoscara. We're getting our old system back in line. We have our cardboard Kelly, one of the cackle. And, of course, our eminent, prominent, omnipotent presence, Big Brother, producer of the podcast, always looking and watching over us. So... Our hero of time and mascot, of course. I can't forget him because we love you. We miss you. We want to see you next week and can't wait till then. But <laughs> until then, game on, Wojangers! Bye-bye! <laughs> They're not going to weaken to Bernie's them. At least I don't know. I don't think so. It's our ghost. It's okay. Okay. I call her Julia. Um, but, wow, I call him Harry. All right. Well, now that's one confused, gender-confused <laughs> joke. All right? We got to agree on a name. It, right? We made up that it's word. word. It, it's, it's, it's correct. It's eventually going to be on a t-shirt. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's not a word. Steve is known for nomming on the meat. And now we it's see a different form of Steve's uh, meat over here. We're doing it live. Play on the tangers. That was a good segue. Link knows what that means. <laughs> outside time. <laughs> Super crazy outside time. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, stupid crazy steam outside time! Come on, you're going! We're going! She can't hear us. Mm. My camera is wonky too, but I just reinstalled Skype, and I'm talking to myself, because you guys can't hear me though, right? No, we can't. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) I'm... Yeah, I can't hear you! The camera even get my whole face. I don't understand why this is happening. Your whole face is showing up on ours, though, right? We see your whole face. Your whole face is good. Your oh, thank God you're face. recording this. this is All good. I can see is this of myself. We can this? see... Are you actually this? talking, or are you just... No, I am. We <laughs> can see from here to here. You see from here up? From... From like here up, <laughs> the place to eat is this up. of me. No, from okay. here to here. Ooh, her. I hear something. Ah! Ah! I don't have. I don't know if you heard me before. I do enjoy the clothing that you opted to put on in the studio. Yes. And knowing that you can see me from here, here, I'm glad that I also <laughs> opted. Um, from here up, yeah. Sorry, I have big boobs too. So. <laughs>
<laughs> Mine are still bigger, huh? No. Did you see the top of the poster board or no? No. No. Okay, good. That's my background, because otherwise it would be my bed. <laughs> my laundry bin in my bed, so I put a piece of poster board here. We see, it looks different. Yeah. To make a bed. see, you see the crack right there. That's where the, the facade ends, right there. <laughs> Hollywood magic being torn Wait, down. Wait, she's not on the phone right now, right? No. And she no, can hear us. Phone. Yeah, I can hear you. All right. Right. I mean, Let's start this perfect. dog and pony I'm not going to say like it is for I may end up missing something because it's kind of like I'm hearing it and then there's parts that get loud and then parts that skip. But, but for the most part, that may show. also be very funny. Mm -hmm. Like this. Ready? It will be an adventure. Three, two, one. We're now live. Bye. <laughs>